Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to the Football Fan Show podcast this week. I'm Danny Harrington, joined once again by Callum Brown. This time we recorded this show on a Sunday, which is not normal for us, but Saturday nights are awfully busy. How are you doing this week? Don't forget to follow us on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the football fan show. You can email us anytime at uh, the football fan show at gmail.com. Of course, check out our website, deadairmedia, deadair.media forward slash the football fan show, twitch.tv forward slash the football fan show, where we broadcast Saturday nights slash Sunday afternoons. It's going to be Sunday afternoons for a, for a while yet. Go to our YouTube page, search the Football Fan Show Live to see clips. We're also on Instagram, TFFS Live, on Twitter and Instagram. And on TikTok, it's tiktok.com forward slash the Football Fan Show, where you can watch 60 seconds of the funniest stuff from the show. Please subscribe to us on Twitch. We need to reach 50 subscribers. And I know there isn't uh, a lot of people that watch on YouTube do not necessarily go to Twitch, Twitch seemingly exists in its own bubble, which is incredibly annoying when you're trying to build a brand. That's me ranting about Twitch. Uh, right now, though, I think I'm going to get started on ranting about Swindon Town Football Club. It is my hometown club. We'll also talk about the Champions League results from the week as well. Uh, we'll also talk about uh, David Beckham's team in the MLS. They're in a wee spot of bother. They're in a little bit of a little bit of trouble. And uh, we'll uh, this. By the way, this podcast was recorded before the big breaking news of the European Super League, which um, I have. So we'll, we'll, I'll take a moment to just talk about that slightly, if you uh, don't mind, because. The European uh, Super League is uh, not something that, w- that that we thought was going to happen, but uh, it's not something that we talked about today. But I will say this, that when the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom tweets out that plans for a European Super League would be very damaging for football, and we support football authorities in taking action... And they would strike at the heart of the domestic game will concern fans across the country. That's just one half of his statement. But you you get the message. Um, Roy Keane has said it's all about money, as Mika Richards also agreed with him on Sky today. Also, Gary Neville has been reported as saying that the six, six clubs involved should be banned. Or, sorry, uh, the six clubs involved should be docked points for um, for this. Uh, I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure that that would be the right thing to do. But, hey, if that's what they want to do, so be it. But what I will say is that plenty of clubs have been taking the absolute Michael out of this story, such as Bray Wanderers, who have confirmed that they will not be participating. Neither, by the way, will Wrexham. Uh, They've confirmed that they won't be part of any European Super League. But uh, it looks like the six... So just to bring you an idea of what this is, as I say, it's not in the podcast, so we'll just mention it briefly before we start proper. The big six clubs from England's Premier League, 
don't know why Tottenham are in there. They're not a... Well, they're a big club. They're just not a very good one. Neither are Arsenal. But uh, uh, Liverpool, Manchester United, Arsenal, Chelsea, Man City, Tottenham. All involved. What about... What about Everton, Leeds, Villa, Newcastle? They're big clubs. Why? I don't understand why they're always... I know they're not very good teams, historically, but... Uh, would be joined, those six English teams would be joined by the likes of the top three from Spain, that be Atleti, Real Madrid and Barcelona, as well as Juventus, uh, AC and Internazionale Milan. No word on Roma, whether they would be a part of it. It is the big three in Italy, the big three in Spain, the big six in England and potentially PSG from France as well. Now, what I will say is that Bayern Munich are not involved. No German club has uh, put their hat in on this one. Um, but it looks like, well, the footballing authorities have already come out and say the Premier League cannot support the Super League concept. This is, of course, ahead of the Champions League reform, which unfortunately we don't go into in the podcast because we we did run out of time but we will cover it uh the following week um but the important takeaway is that the premier league have hinted at banning these clubs from domestic competition uefa have said that they would be banned from uh continental competitions and potentially uh if it if you look at an example let's just point out an example manchester united let's use them as the example if manchester united were to play in this European Super League, then they would be banned from the Premier League, the Champions League, Europa League, uh, UEFA, whatever the conference, Vanarama, UEFA National Vanarama League, the Conference National League, whatever they want to call it. Uh, they would also be banned from the League Cup. They would be banned from the FA Youth Cup, the uh, Development League for youth players as well. So it looks like it wouldn't... Um, it wouldn't... Uh, generally generally it wouldn't benefit the club but the european club association which represents 246 clubs of the continent's leading clubs gave their backing to uefa's champions league reform which would see four additional teams um from 32 to 36 as well as uh, a group stage of uh, 10 matches 10 matches and then the top teams would go through before uh, the rest of the teams would then decide who would get the final six places in the uh, last 16 of the Champions League. More news on that regarding Germany. And it has been reported as well that Bayern uh, Munich and Borussia Dortmund both approached about uh, their involvement in the European Super League. Uh, reportedly... Both clubs have turned down the approach to participate in a European Super League. So, reportedly, Bayern, both Bayern Munich and Borussia Dortmund have turned down, rejected plans for a European Super League, which involves, as I said, the big six. Uh, Spain's top three, Italy's top three, and potentially PSG uh, from France as well. So, that is the story as I say, we don't go into it in the podcast. We're chatting about Swindon Town. We're chatting about the MLS slightly. And we will also be talking uh, the Champions League as well as other breaking news 
from uh, yesterday, I do believe, Saturday, the uh, 17th, which was the Bayern manager saying he was going to quit at the end of the season. Bayern Munich releasing a statement on that, uh, which I will read to you in a bit. Callum Brown, my guest, let's get into the podcast. Right, in the in the tune of, of celebration by Cool and the Gang, Swindon's manager has resigned, even though we're bottom of the league. Thank you, uh, John Sheridan, you absolute crap manager, and you should not, hopefully, get work again. You can be consigned to the managerial dustbin. I thought you were a poor appointment anyway. Turns out his assistant manager is taking over until the end of the season, a.k.a. Down, down, we're going down. <laughs> Status quo. Um, <laughs> how many musical references can I put into this segment? Uh, <laughs> Make a challenge, challenge yourself. Make as many. We're cool of the gang. Status quo now. Um, uh, what else? Uh, right, yeah. So uh, John Sheridan's quit. Told BBC Wiltshire yesterday after the game that he was going to resign. He did so. He has done so. His number two, Tommy Rice, is taking over with Lee Peacock. Lee Peacock, Swindon Town legend and ex-Grimsby Town player, by the way. He was still playing until he was like 37 for Grimsby in the uh, in the conference, uh, when they were back in the conference. And uh, he is the academy manager. He takes over as assistant manager. Um, quite frankly, no one's going to keep us up because we're terrible. Uh, no one's going to keep Swindon Town in the division because we are, we're terrible. We we have no, you know, we've got nobody that that's going to keep us in the uh, in the league. The only thing John Sheridan has done is resign before it says relegated on his CV, uh, and I hope that no one no one should employ John Sheridan. He is not a good manager, not a good manager. Maybe if you're in the National League North or South, maybe that's his kind of level. Although to be fair, he was managing in the League of Ireland Premier Division. Uh, prior to the Swindon Town Oof. gig, so Oof. you know the the titans of d- doesn't Messi play in the League of Ireland? Oh wait, no, he doesn't. What, Ronaldo? No, Kaka? Think, no, think, no I one. Think it was Messi's cousin. <laughs> yeah, Messi's cousin, long lost cousin, long lost Irish cousin of Lionel Messi plays in the League of Ireland Premier League. Um, <laughs> but yes, he has uh, he has quit. Um, he told BBC Wiltshire he planned to resign uh, yesterday. <clears throat> uh, the club have now uh, his contract was due to expire in the summer. Knowing Lee Power, he would have given him a one-year extension. <laughs> he'd be like, "You've been relegated, but I don't want to spend money, so here's a one-year extension." Yeah, here you go, pal. You've done a good job. Uh, he took over for Richie Wellens in November when uh, Wellens left for Salford. How did that work out, Richie? Not very well. Um, but uh, assistant manager uh, Tommy Wright taking over until the end of the season and the. The Academy Head of Coaching, Lee Peacock, is the assistant manager. Right, that's done. Uh, we can put a big capital R asterisk next to Swindon Town's name. It's not official yet, but it will in the coming days. Uh, pending. Beyond. It's pending. Beyond a minor miracle. And if, if, if Tommy Wright can pull off the minor miracle, give him a five-year contract and Premier League wages. Um, <laughs> it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> it ain't gonna happen. Thanks, um... Thanks, Lee Power, for messing messing my club up. Um, you utter twat. Moving on. Moving on from potentially libelous statements that I could probably get sued for in a court of law. And... 
Onto brighter pastures. <laughs> Onto brighter pastures. Did you know that uh, Ronald Koeman has won his first trophy since 2008 yesterday? I don't, the Copa no, del Rey. No. <laughs> Barcelona won the Copa del Rey, and we thought he was going to get sacked at the end of the season. Um, I didn't say that. Well, I did. I thought he would be you terrible. Said that. Uh, it's a, uh, uh, you know. They're third in La Liga, by the way, uh, behind yeah. Real Madrid and Atleti. Uh, where should we go next? Bayern, Bayern Munich. Yeah. Uh, yeah let's go to Bayern, Bayern Munich. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's getting a bit it's getting a bit uh, spicy. Uh, this story. And uh, not and they're not refer- we're not referring to spicy sausages either. <laughs> no, not Bavarian pork. No, 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 not not Bavarian pork. We must say that. Uh, so, uh, their manager, Hansi Flick, Hans Hansi uh, Flick yeah. has told, reportedly, uh, being reported by, uh, I think it was first by um, uh, DW Sports or uh, De Spiegel, uh, that uh, he was he told uh, the Bayern board that he wants to leave the club at the end of the season, presumably to take over uh, the German national team. Rumored, um, rumors, rumored, yeah. rumored that uh, I think I think that's probably going to happen purely because why would you leave Bayern Munich without having another job lined up? So he probably will end up being German national team boss, which is hugely disappointing for me because I wanted Stefan Kuntz to get the job. <laughs> why? Why would I want that? Why would I want that to happen? But the no, reason, no reason I say. The reason I say it's getting spicy is because Bayern Munich have published a club statement on this thing. And I will read this statement as follows. Yesterday, Saturday, FC Bayern Munich, uh, FC Bayern head coach Hansi Flick made a public wish to terminate his contract, which runs until June of 2023 at the end of the current season. Flick had informed uh, the FC Bayern Munich AG... That's essentially Bayern Munich PLC uh, executive board of this wish during the past week. Hansi Flick and FC Bayern had agreed to place the focus on the matches against VfL Wolfsburg and Leverkusen, Bayer Leverkusen, um, and uh, FC Mainz as well, in order to not disrupt the concentration of the whole club on these important issues. Uh, on these important matters. FC Bayern disapproves of the unilateral communications issued between Flick and will continue talks after the match against Mainz. So apparently FC Bayern were hap- were willing to do it, they just didn't want to make it public and Hansi Flick yeah. decided to ignore that and, and make yeah, it and air his dirty much. laundry. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. So now so now he's their enemy. He's, he's made himself their enemy. He has... Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's not. Um, well, let's just say he's not coloured in, uh, covered himself with roses, for for instance. But um, you know, he was um, he was assistant manager of Bayern before taking over as caretaker boss and mm-hmm. becoming uh, becoming manager. And he was German Germany's assistant manager between two thousand six and twenty fourteen. So he would have served under Joachim Löw um, as, as his assistant uh, as his uh, assistant manager. Uh, it's 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 a strange one because you know he clearly is you know it's it's going to happen he is going to be the german you you take a good odds on him being the german yeah. manager uh stefan kuntz by the way still the favorite but uh, i don't think that's true anymore 
uh, I think Hansi Flick is now the favourite. But uh, with him potentially leaving Bayern, who, who, I ask, will take over? Who will take over? And I immediately said, um, because I'm a sensationalist idiot, how about Jurgen Klopp? Go rescue him. <laughs> no. He would and never, I, I, ever, no, ever, I don't think he would. ever. I mean, it's the Bayern. easiest job. It, it might just be the easiest job in football. The Bayern Doesn't job. Matter. Purely because you've got a great team. And really, who else is going to challenge you in the Bundesliga? Okay, Dortmund pop up every now and again. You know? Now, yeah. so the modern challenger to Dortmund uh, to uh, Bayern is Dortmund. And they pop up every now and again. You know. Well, you've got a couple of teams who challenge you. Yeah, got, but they never Dortmund, really challenge. It's just... be Leipzig. I mean, um, Leipzig, yeah, okay. Got but by Leverkusen, Borussia Mönchengladbach. Um, yeah, but they're not gonna they're not gonna beat Bayern. They're they're just the second tier of oh, Bundesliga oh, teams. Bayern is they kind of like the best of the rest, but exactly. still, it's it's not it's not like a, a walk in the park like the way it used to be. You know, it's not like oh, just walk out and you're going to win every match because teams teams can beat Dortmund. They, 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 teams can beat Bayern. They've done it this season and in previous seasons. It's just usually just in terms of having the best quality of squads, most squad depth. They just last longer than everyone else, and they just manage to beat everyone else. Well, win more matches than everyone else, really. Um, I by the way, I I wish to defend myself and say that I was not the first person to say Klopp to uh, Bayern. That was Talksport, uh, because they're sensationalists. And um, <laughs> well, I'd rather not listen to Talksport because they're a bunch <laughs> of idiots. Um, I like their drive time show with Adrian Top. Uh, that's my favourite Talksport show. Uh, yeah, the uh, next Bayern Munich manager. The odds are as follows: Julian Nagelsmann six to four. I think. Yeah, that's what is. I say. Uh, I mean. I'd be very disappointed in Nagelsmann considering he is an ex-youth team player at 1860 Munich. So would you automatically call him a traitor? I would automatically call him a traitor. 1860, all the goddamn way. Um, you know what? Since since Swindon has been such a disappointment at the moment, you may as well just switch your your whole allegiance to 1860 and just go and live in Germany. I mean, 1860 are playing for promotion in the German third division, so and they just beat uh, Toguchi Munich as well by two goals to nil at the Olympus Stadion. Um, so go. I'm very happy. I'm very happy with my German team. Uh, <laughs> I might as well just go support a 1860 Munich because Swindon Town are crap. Uh, yeah, Nagelsmann is six to four on uh, Jurgen Klopp's eleven to four. Don't see it happening, to no. be honest. Uh, Massimiliano Allegri is four to one. Uh, six, <laughs> six to one is Joachim Lau. Uh, can you uh, can no. you see Jurgi taking leaving the German team no. to take over at Bayern? He has an no. appalling, by the way, club management record. So I just don't see it. Yeah. That's what I mean. When was that time managed a club, a club level? Uh, two thousand three, I think. Yeah, like football's changed so much. He, as we discussed before, there's a difference between managing your country and managing a team, a club, club level. Um, no, I, I don't see him. He managed him Austria Vienna, uh, Austria Vienna in uh, two thousand three, two thousand four. That was the last time he managed a club, but is um. His club management career is is not donned with uh, 
glory and trophy and silverware. So it's it was actually you know quite surprising that uh, you know how successful he's been as a German national team boss. In but then again, as we say, club management and, ger- and national team uh, management is incredibly different. Eric Ten Hag, th- three to one. Ajax uh, boss. Yep, and then Ralph Rangnick, who's the current. Uh, who was RB Leipzig? Like he was RB Leipzig boss, wasn't he? Yeah, but now he, isn't he like a like a technical advisor, or he works on the board or something for RB Leipzig? I think. Um, I know he was their manager. I can't remember. Um, no, he's not. He's not anywhere. He's available at the moment. He, I don't uh, think he's a manager anymore. He's available. He's available for the job. Is he? Hmm. Um, he's ten to one. Um, so yeah, that's that's that. That's what's happening there. And uh, I don't see Jurgen Klopp leaving Liverpool. But um, you know, yeah, if if a manager, yeah. I always I always dislike when managers go. You know what? There's a good job over here. I think I might just take it. Uh, when they're already managing, I I consider that incredibly uh, incredibly disrespectful uh, to uh, Bayern and. Uh, the job that he's done so you know we'll see what happens but uh, the Munich board have expressed their utter disappointment in regards to uh, Hansi Flick and the I mean to be honest I'm, I am a little bit surprised that he decides he wants to go now because he that's I mean when he first took char- like full charge like caretake manager and then full time manager he won f- five trophies in a year and then suddenly, oh, he, he goes out of the Champions League one time at the quarter-final stage, and it's like, oh, oh, I'm done, I'm done. I want to go I mean, now. I mean, I, I will say he did just achieve everything that he set out to achieve in his That's first season. Mean. He won five trophies in a year. <laughs> in, in, in 2020, he won five trophies in the whole year, and then and then suddenly the next season, there's one setback, and it's just like, oh, I'm done now, I want to go. It's like... I mean, he's kind of if, done everything already. Well, I mean, what's is, the if point? Was, well, the thing is, if it was a case, in my opinion, if it was a case of, oh, he just wants to like achieve everything he could and then go, or, go out on a high, why didn't he just mm. leave at the end of the last season after he won the Champions League? I mean, he could have. He could have. After he, won, mean, the, after he won the domestic, the, the, the treble. Yeah. After he won the treble, why didn't he just leave then? If it, if it was just a case of, oh, I've won everything that I can, I'm going to go out on a high. He's gone out after a, his first failure. Yeah, and uh, they lost such a defeatist attitude. PSG as well. Let's talk about the Champions League then, and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, I don't spontaneously combust. Yes. <laughs> yeah, mate, you <laughs> just, see my head just, just going smoke, like, just like smoke, smoke out. Yeah, smoke coming out, yeah. steam coming out of the ears, yeah. like in Popeye or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's, to save the day. let's start with uh, Chelsea, who got a who lost one nil at home. By the way, uh, to Porto on uh, Tuesday, they uh, they won obviously the first leg two nil away, so they go through on the away goal rules. By the way, we'll get to the Champions League's new format hopefully a little bit later if we have the time, but uh, it's not a priority. Uh, Porto won Chelsea nil. Uh, Chelsea are through. They're facing Man. Uh, they're, they're, sorry, they're not facing Man City. They're facing Real Madrid in the semi-final. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to that one next. Um, but uh, you know, Chelsea—they faced probably the easiest team 
in the uh, in the quarterfinals. They were expected to get through against Porto. I do feel sorry for Porto because they are a good team. I'd like to have seen them done well, uh, like Lyon last season. Uh, Lyon yeah. were the surprise team last season. So were Leipzig, to be fair. But Leipzig are, a, you know, they've got better players and maybe a bigger budget than than Lyon. But uh, Lyon did very well last season. Uh, it's weird to, to to only see PSG as the only as the sole representative of France again. But uh, Porto did did very well. They'll be very happy with the quarterfinal appearance. And shame that they're out. But you know, Chelsea are through. Uh, Nagelsmann wanting to win that Champions League that he couldn't win with uh, PSG. Do you reckon they could? No, you're talking about Tuchel. Nagelsmann, uh, Tuchel, Tuchel. Sorry. Uh, I mean, they're playing, they're playing Real Madrid. I reckon they could beat. They could honestly beat Real Madrid. Um, but then it sets up. I mean, I reckon if if they do go through, they're going to play City in the final. Hmm. Um, no English final. But then again, yesterday in the FA Cup, Chelsea proved he could beat City in a one-off match. So, who knows? Who knows? Dortmund won Manchester City too. Um, it was a pretty Dortmund, much just a little point. This Dortmund were robbed by the referee in both legs of this game of these of these this leg. These, I was going to say the, the first leg ended two-one as well to to City. So um, it was a four-two aggregate victory well, for Man City. Well, first leg, first leg. Dortmunds were robbed a goal by Bellingham. Robbed of a goal. Oh, I saw that, yeah. Uh, yeah, when Bellingham scored, and because Edison like, tried to control him to start to keep you up outside of his box. Yeah, referee was disgustingly wrong there. And also, second second leg, pretty sure Dortmund were robbed of a, pe- of a clear wall penalty. So, mm-hmm. the only reason Man City are through... So Pepper in his <laughs> bald head can you show really, You really don't like Man City. <laughs> Feel the They're nothing club. They're nothing club. I mean, <laughs> do you think do you think the rivals to us? They're just not. They're they the 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 new kids on the block. Um, although they've been on that block for about ten over ten years now. So <laughs> they've been on that block since Mark Hughes left. <laughs> uh, Roberto Mancini took over, of course. I, like, I miss Roberto Mancini. Can I just say that? He is a manager that I greatly miss in the Premier League. I just miss Roberto Mancini. I want Roberto Mancini we... back. I'm trying to remember who he manages now. I have no idea who he manages. He managed Italy, didn't he? Didn't he? he managed... Um... I remember he was linked with the Leicester job after um, Ranieri left, and I was like, yes! Oh, yes, yeah, he, played, <laughs> he played for them for like five months whilst he was on loan there or something like that, and I'm like, Yes! <laughs> I want Roberto Mancini back like in the Premier League. I like him. I like. I don't care if he's a good manager or a bad manager. I just like him as a person. He's funny. He makes me laugh. He's great. Yeah. I like. Why does he make? Why does he make you laugh? Some of his kind of mannerisms, some of the way, like some of the things he says to the press as well, just just makes me. He's, um, a, bit, he's, he's a bit of an erratic character. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just. I just love. Uh, I just love Roberto Robbie Mancini. He's 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 a good. Robbie, he's, you're gonna go right, Robbie. He's a good egg. He's a good egg. Is our Robbie Mancini? He's a good one. <laughs> he's a good one. He's a good one. I like him. He, he, I find it. I just I just like him. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, PSG uh, lost one nil at home to Bayern. Three uh, three aggregate, but PSG won on the away goals rule, which is always interesting. Because I hate the away goals rule. I 
don't I really don't like it uh, but uh, buying her out we kind of touched on this so we don't really need to touch on it again um, but uh, Hansi Flick gone going leaving wanting to leave after the as you said the first sign of trouble mm-hmm. and um, not uh, not really uh, what anybody wanted uh, for Bayern because everybody even we thought Bayern were a shoe in for to win the yeah. uh, to win the uh, Champions yeah. League again yeah so we thought uh, that it was going to you know, you know what that match proved is that um, Lewandowski carries Bayern because they were without him and they looked terrible without him. Mm. I mean, have you have you seen the career path of Chupamoting? Relegated with Stoke, to, well, he's with Stoke in 2017, then gets picked up on a free by uh, Paris Saint-Germain, and then after the end of that, gets picked up on a free by Bayern Munich. <laughs> it's like St- Stoke to PSG. I mean, a lot of those Stoke players have gone gone places uh, that have done... <laughs> Maybe it's the Stoke factor. Uh, it hasn't clearly affected us. Um... <laughs> well, I can't speak for you. I can speak for me and say it hasn't really affected uh, no. uh, Liverpool nil, Real Madrid nil, three uh, one in the first leg uh, with three yeah. one aggregate victory for Real Madrid. I know it was their prerogative to do so because they would defend the lead, but they parked the boss from the first minute. Disgusting. <sighs> Referee was terrible as well. Every little touch. I tell you what, their centre halves, Militao and Nacho, buddy little. Well, I was going to call them something that I shouldn't have called them, but little cowards they were. Any little touch they had, they dropped to the floor, and the referee lapped it all up. Mm. I mean, to be fair, we bottled it ourselves. We had like, we had like, we could have scored, we should have scored like seven goals easy, and we didn't because our forwards are terrible now. So, I've already told you what needs to happen to our club now. Yeah, to be fair, um, ripping up the uh, the the team. Maybe making well, definitely maybe making some changes. Not maybe, definitely not ripping them entirely. Changes. Just so much devil needs cleared out, and an actual quality needs brought to bring it in. The question is, are they so. going to spend the money? Uh, Liverpool are, are, are out of the Champions League. Yeah. Control Alt Delete. Liverpool EXE has crashed out, um, as we were saying earlier. Uh, so it's Real Madrid versus Chelsea in the semi-final, and then it's PSG versus Manchester City in the other semi-final. I hope Mbappe rips them a new one. <laughs> Please, God. I, think... <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to make predictions because my Liverpool-Real Madrid prediction went so horribly wrong. <laughs> oh, I want. I desperately, this is what I envision in my head and I dream of, is that Mbappe scores hat-trick, right, and on his third goal... He runs up to Pep and he does this and he literally does a celebration in front of him. <laughs> and Pep starts literally crying his eyes out. <laughs> uh, out the FA Cup, at the Champions League. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, don't, uh, I think I want to say an all English final between City and Chelsea. I, I personally, well, I think it's going to be, I think in, in my heart of hearts, I think it's going to be either Chelsea, City, or Real Madrid, City. I mean, honestly, it could it could go either any either way. It's all like you could get 
any one of these teams could beat the other. Like, yeah, either one of them could have a mayor. Like, Man City could have a right mayor, and PSG could, you know, push them apart easy. Chelsea could have a mayor and Real Madrid taking part, but then it, the, the opposite could happen. So, I think my head's saying Chelsea, Man City. My heart is saying Chelsea, PSG. Hmm. It's interesting, though. That, <clears throat> that's the. Um, that's the. Because uh, sure is is my thinking. My thinking hmm. is I want I want PSG to win it. Not that I have any special love for PSG. I want PSG to win it. I want Mbappe to go on a high, and then while he's feeling good, we just slink in there and pick him up nice and cheap for us. <laughs> I don't. I, That's my... I, I. I. I can. I don't think the nice and cheap bit is going to happen. Well, maybe not, but cheaper than what he would have been because he only got a year um, left on his contract. That's true. That that is true. Um, let's quickly go to League Two and talk about a managerial departure very quickly. Um, and that's Forest Green Rovers of sack Mark Cooper. And they were promotion chasing. By the way, uh, as Mark Cooper is a former Swindon Town manager, this is why why I particularly wanted to talk about it. I think Mark Cooper, very good manager. Even though I, I initially, so so when when he came in, he was uh, the assistant manager of Kevin McDonald. Um, not not. You know, um, not a very Kevin McDonald replaced Palo de Kenya, not a very good manager, very good coach, not a very good manager, which is why he should have stayed at Aston Villa as a coach, and it's why he ended up going back to Aston Villa as a coach. And when you say, um, uh, well, I'm gonna get in trouble here for from Twitch, so please forgive me, but when you go on BBC radio after a game and say the the players need to show a wee bit more bollocks, um, that's. <laughs> That was Kevin McDonald in a radio interview oh, after a game. He said brilliant. that word on the radio, uh, which um, is not the um, not a word that you would use. Uh, <clears throat> Ofcom would have had a field day, and you can already hear, you, you, like five seconds later, you heard the BBC presenter go, "Well, we'd like to apologise for uh, the words of Kevin McDonald, Swindon Town manager." Uh, we mean no obviously very passionate. without any bollocks. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, even uh, even Twitch probably doesn't like that word, but hey, well, oh well. Uh, yeah, Forest Green Rovers. So he was the uh, he was assistant manager to uh, Kevin McDonald. Uh, he took over when uh, KM left uh, after a failed promotion push. He took over, and I've got to say, when he took over, I just thought, oh goodness, this is a cheap and cheerful option, and we're going to absolutely suck. It's cheap and cheerful. Well, I'm so used to. This this was the start of my thinking that Swindon Town only appoint the cheap and cheerful options, um, because I did not think Mark Cooper was going to be very good, and then in his first season we reached the playoff final and lost to Preston North End, so that was very good. And then the second season, let's not talk about that because we were nearly relegated. Actually, in fact, I think we were rele- relegated. Oh no, we weren't relegated because Luke Williams took over, and he um, and we we stayed up. And then we were relegated. 
so yeah, Mark Cooper did not get us relegated. Um, I would have taken him back in a heartbeat, to be honest. Right now, right now, Mark Cooper, I'd take you back in a heartbeat. Um, but yes, yeah, so he so he went. So once he left Swindon, he went to Notts County for a bit, and uh, then ended up at Forest Green. Uh, Rovers from 2016 right up until 2021. So by the time he joined them, they were in the National League. And for those of you that don't know, Forest Green is a fen- essentially a, a village team. Um, they play in Nailsworth in Gloucestershire, which is over... So I, I'm Swindon. They're just over the border in the uh, Cotswolds uh, in Gloucestershire. They're a village team. They should not be a professional football club. Like... Um, they un- they should not be a professional football club. Uh, it's too small a population to sustain that that kind of uh, that kind of professional club. When when Gloucester City do not have a professional football club, I know they're a rugby town, but when they don't have a professional football club, <coughs> I mean Cheltenham Town have a professional football club, but uh, Forest Green Rovers, yeah, they they're a very small. Um, they're from a very small area. Uh, they are sixth in League Two. They are chasing promotion to League One. Um, the thing is that, despite being uh, promotion contenders, they hadn't actually won, and they were looking at finishing in the top three and uh, getting automatic uh, promotion. But then they, uh, shall we say, a, a poor run of form saw them lose two-one to uh, Walsall. 2-0 at home to uh, uh, Salford, 4-1 defeat to uh, Bradford City, a 1-0 defeat at home to Bolton, a 0-0 draw against Mansfield, 1-0 to uh, Cambridge United. Their last win before yesterday, and their caretaker manager one, was uh, 13th of March. They won 2-1 with 10 men against Harrogate Town. So they spent the end of March and most of this month not winning, although they did get a draw against Mansfield. Uh, they did win yesterday, of course. They won 3-2 against Scunthorpe United. And I'm surprised. I am I am surprised by Mark Cooper's sacking. I thought uh, I thought that was a an odd decision, uh, considering what, where he's taken them from. And, uh, you know, Forest Green should not be in the Football League in terms of their club stature and the fact that they're prom- uh, fighting for promotion uh, to, to League One is... Amazing. Obviously, you also have to factor in the Dale Vince equation, the uh, guy behind Ecotricity. Um, massive, m- very wealthy guy, um, and is essentially footing the bill for Forest Green Rovers. And by the way, vegan football club as well. They do not sell meat products at their ground. Fascinating. Fascinating. Forest Green, to be fair, Forest Green Rovers are a fascinating little club. Uh, Unless you're doing something right, if they're pushing for promotion. Uh, well, um, <laughs> they have. Uh, I'm trying to find out who they've appointed as a uh, caretaker manager until the end of the season. They've got Jimmy Ball as interim manager until the end of the season. Um, I'm surprised, as I say, I would have thought they would have at least kept Mark Cooper on until the end of the season. And if they hadn't uh, got promoted or hadn't finished in the playoffs, then I would have understood. Maybe you don't renew his contract or you cut his contract short. Maybe that's that is um, that is what you want. But uh, never forget that uh, 
They started in the Stroud Distri- and District League. Yep, the Stroud and District League. That's the <laughs> that's the greatest. Uh, well, probably the Hellenic League is probably their greatest achievement thus far. Not getting into the football league though. Yeah, Forest Green uh, sacking uh, Mark Cooper. I thought that was a that was a disappointing performance. I would take a Mark Cooper, a Swindon Town manager, over who was it? I've already forgotten the guy. The guy's name. What was it? Tommy Ball. You're having a ball. Um, I'd take him any day. Let's get you those scores again. Arsenal nil, Fulham nil on the 38th minute. Stranraer nil, Hibernian four in the Scottish Cup final score, and Rotherham United nil. Birmingham City won. Uh, Coventry and Barnsley kick off just as uh, we go off the air today. Anything else catch your eye this week in 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 the in the world of football? Uh, I've got to be honest, I've not watched a lot of football uh, this Same. week. It's it's I've, I've tried to avoid it as best as um, best I can. Uh, news from the MLS, and I don't know if you've seen this, Callum. A David Beckham's into Miami. They've broken the rules. They've broken MLS rules with the with the signing of a uh, French midfielder, Blaise Matuidi, from Juventus. Matuidi. Matuidi, because I can't say names that aren't English. What yeah. a racist! Uh, <laughs> it's not. I'm just crap with names. I'm sorry. Uh, from Juventus last year, the MLS said he had been paid more than the than they were allowed, effectively giving them four of the. Uh, you've heard of the designated player rule or the Beckham, the Beckham rule. It was essentially a rule that they bought in to say a club can have. So they have a salary cap in the MLS. Yeah. That every club has sure. to um, obey, and then they're allowed three designated players that are allowed to break that salary cap uh, so yeah. their wages aren't considered with the club paying half the wage and then the league paying half the wage so that's how you see players like Slatan, yeah. Thierry Henry yeah. David well David Beckham was the one that created the rule because they created yeah. the rule specifically Frank so they Clark could bring Steven Gerrard yeah yeah David them. Beckham into uh, they, they created it specifically so that they could bring David Beckham to the MLS um, but yeah, the, the designated player rule into Miami already have three, and now they're claiming. Much easier. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, he would have been their fourth designated player, which is against MLS uh, rules. So they're having. What would even be the punishment for that? Well, potentially it would be a points deduction, a fine, as well, and he he may uh, have to be um... sold back. Uh, well, he may be available in the MLS draft. So any any club just go in and pick him up. A- any MLS club could could potentially. I mean, that's that's probably unlikely to happen purely because. I was um... going to say, like any any thing is now Inter Miami are like the sort of the new the new hip hip and happening club for sort of forgotten players, you know, well known players who've kind of just reached past the peak now. Yeah, Blaise Matuidi's one of them. So he's not going to go anywhere else. He wants mm. to go there because they were the new hip and happening thing. He's probably just going to go back to Europe and find a team. He's probably better doing that because he'll get paid more. I mean, um, uh, I'd say go to China, but after last week's episode where we talked about the uh, collapse yeah, of the Chinese yeah. Super League, uh, <laughs> probably not the uh, not the best place uh, to go. Uh, yeah. But a, uh, potentially, yeah, um, fines, uh, points deduction. 
Um, I'm not a huge MLS watcher. I don't know about you. Do you watch Major League Soccer? Not 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 heavily, but I have seen. I do. Oh, oh, we've lost him. Um, we've lost him. Check all the league all bottom the roundabout. We the lost you there for a bit. Um, <laughs> so, oh, sorry. Um, as far as I remember, they're not really the most sort of middle of the year uh, Eastern Conference. Yeah. I think, yeah. Um, they weren't really ever pushing for promotion or well, not really promotion, but not pushing promotion, for the top but, or, um, or in danger of, like relegation or anything. So, I mean, they don't have relegation. I, I gotta be honest, they don't have relegation in in the MLS, so they don't. Well, no one's in danger. Bottom. You just finish bottom. That's how American sports works. Yeah, you just finish bottom. You just, you just finish you bottom. Get there's nothing. It's like, it's There's like nothing. You finish bottom. It's then a compulsory, a compulsory laugh, a, a, a compulsory sort of lap of your own uh, throughout your own <laughs> home city, and, and, and the, the fans are, the fans are like compulsory thing to laugh at them as they as they drive by. Um. Yeah. It's it's a bit weird coming from Europe where relegate promotion relegation is a thing to to look at North American yeah. soccer, and notice that um, football. You know there isn't. It's sadder. Their football, their, their football is overglorified. Tell there's a rugby. Yeah, MLS does not have a, uh, a relegation system. No, none of the American sports leagues do because that's not is how the, they is, operate. In fact, it no, might no, actually be a fairer system to not relegate anyone probably, and just use the draft. Is there no? Is there no sort of non-professional MLS like football league, like soccer leagues over there? Soccer. Um, yeah, there's um, there's uh, um, is it the National Soccer League or the uh, National? Uh, um, uh, it's the one New York Cosmos are a part of, and London Donovan San Diego team. Uh, um, and I can't remember which one it is. It, it what used to be called the North American Soccer League, the uh, N. NASL. Uh, well, well, of course it's in the North Americans. They're, they're the only bloody country in the world that call it soccer. Uh, um, and Australia. Do they call it soccer, do they, in Australia? Well, they've got Aussie rules, which is their version of football. Oh. By the way, <laughs> um, you know how I take the mick out of American football being rugby for cowards, essentially? Yeah. I can't say the P word anymore. Um, but pussycats. Um, <laughs> rugby for pussycats. Um, and, yeah, if you've ever played uh, um, Aussie Rules, I've got a story about that. I signed up to play once at school. I saw uh, somebody that I knew be stretched off with a broken arm. Yeah, and you thought, and I thought, I'm, I'm effed. <laughs> Yeah, I am UA. effed up for that. Yeah. Um, just completely effed up on on that. Luckily, I did not break my arm or break any bones or anything. Uh, although... Just scarred yourself for life. Uh, well, you know, Aussie, Aussie Rules is a fun game, but um, not not my <laughs> cup of tea. It's also called Soccer in Ireland because they've got Gaelic football. Um, uh... So, sorry about that. Uh, the, the National Independent Soccer Association, NISA. Which I'm sure is a shop brand over here in the UK. Um, I was going to say I've heard that. <laughs> or it's called NISA over here. Um, 
but uh, not to be confused with uh, Nissan. But yeah, the, uh, uh, they, they've broken the, they've broken the law, broken the law. So uh, there's another musical reference for you, Judas Priest. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I was going to say, uh, if, if, if that song you're referring to, isn't it? Uh, Breaking, breaking the, the law. law. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Well, breaking they, are, the law. they have been breaking the law. Breaking the law. Uh, <laughs> of the MLS. There you go. Judas Priest. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they're, they're probably going to get uh, financial sanctions. Oh, Maybe they'll have that to... song... Oh, go on. Oh, sorry. I just that song. Was... What's that song? I can't remember who does it. It's a... I fought the law and the law won. The clash. <laughs> yeah. Well, they fought MLS and the MLS won. There you go. And MLS um, won. <laughs> um... There you go. There's another one. <laughs> uh, I, I want to ask: Did you did you see the um Paul Pogba? I know he's your favourite player. Sarcastically oh, well, said. Uh, <laughs> did you see what, the Paul what? Pogba interview with uh with Sky? No, why? Where he essentially say? essentially said, and I'm I'm not quoting for for Batum here, but he essentially said that Jose Mourinho was a bad man manager. <laughs> I mean that's that's no. I mean, I mean that's well, the ball to finally admit, isn't it? I mean, when he's not the manager, then. I mean that's to be honest, saying saying that if he actually said that, like I know he didn't, but if he had said, yeah, Jose Mourinho's not a very good man manager, that's probably the nicest thing he could say. He could say about him because I bet in private, he's probably like that effing bleeding, you know, all the all yeah. the French swear words you can think of. Yeah, and he just wants to be polite and professional in front of the cameras, you know. Hmm. Um. Calling yeah. calling Jose Mourinho a, a bad man manager it is literally the nice thing anyone can say to him because I've probably got words going off from going you miserable owl you know <laughs> oh gotta love it you and gotta Martin Tyler should go and retire somewhere together just love it love it love everything about it uh, Norwich City uh, the subject of one of my favourite chants in all of football. Your sister is your mother, your father is your brother, you like to mm each other, the Norwich family. Da 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 F Norwich, which is my one of my favourite chants. Um by the way, you can also substitute Norwich for Ipswich as well. Also works. Also works. I think probably fits Ipswich a bit more. and I'm sure somebody has said has sung that about Swindon Town as well. Um, although we're more chavs than inbred, I will say that. If you're going to come after Swindon, we're chavs, not inbreds. Are they, are they not are they not really linked together? No, no. Um, no. I well, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe you've got a point I, there. Because I, I know, I know chav- chaviers that are also inbred as well. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, I just set up Swindon for that chant. Dang it! Yeah. Um, <laughs> please, someone, please, someone, make a, a, a GIA, a, someone make a gif of that, please, and send it directly to, to Mr. <laughs> Daniel here. Go follow us on TikTok and Instagram for to, to find clips that you can gif. Um, you have TikTok. Well, this page, this account does. Yeah, the the football fan show is on TikTok. Um, oh God. Yeah, yeah. Go follow us there. Uh, we're also on Instagram as well. So Norwich boss Daniel Farker says he hopes. Uh, his side were able to bring fans some in- some joy, fun, and uh, distraction after sealing their uh, return to the Premier League. Distraction being the fact that they lost three one 
<laughs> but yeah. still got promoted because the other teams uh, behind them did not win. So uh, Brentford and Swansea's failure to win meant the Canaries were promoted before their 3-1 home defeat to Bournemouth. Um, after the match, Farker told, uh, uh, spared a thought for supporters uh, who have been unable to go to games because of the coronavirus. Um, they will be very happy that the fact that they've... Have they actually watched the game in the Championship since they were relegated from the from the Premier League? Uh, I'm not sure. When were they? When were Norwich City last in the Premier League? Isn't it? Didn't they get? Wasn't last, it last season? last season? Yeah, last yeah. season. So they didn't watch them so get they... relegated last season. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't watch them get relegated last season, but they haven't watched potentially a single game in the Championship, bar maybe yeah. a thousand. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, yeah. But so they haven't watched a single game in the Championship, and yet they've won it. So well but, done. Uh, they've been as, as I told you, as I told you before, you you, you do know what what Norwich being promoted means. Uh, <laughs> go on. We go are going. We are going to. It's going to be a return of their worst nightmare <laughs> in the form of Biting of Mr. Louis face. <laughs> well, a little bit of that as well. But he's going to come. He's going to come back with a bit of there. It's going to be. Um, uh, he's got the uh, bit between his teeth <laughs> when it comes yeah, to Norwich. Literally. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Someone, uh, someone's, gonna... put him, someone's put him like a, in a dog harness over his, over his mouth, yeah. Uh, he's going to chow down on some Norwich City goals. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Norwich now eight points clear at the top of the championship ahead of uh, Watford. And uh, Brentford seem to have gone off the boil a little bit and Swansea in third place. Um, yeah, Norwich's instant return. I saw somebody on social media post that... Um, uh, they were just getting ready for next season when Norwich eventually go right back down. And yeah. I don't want... How do I how do I say this? I... A yo-yo club is always interesting. I remember West Brom in the 2000s. They were the yo-yo club. They still are, really. Yeah. Um, they still are a yo-yo club. They've never really gotten out of that cycle. Apart from that kind of middling part where they had Tony Pulis yeah, as they the manager finished, and they had about two or three seasons. They finished regularly between 13th and 15th yeah, every season. You know, when they had about two or three years in the Premier League and then they were yeah. they were um, uh, relegated. Yeah. yeah, and now they're back to being a yo-yo club. Um, I don't want to see... I, I like Norwich. I, I like them. But um, they have good, good fans. They have good fans, and let's be Avenue and all that. You make a very good atmosphere. Yeah, let's be Avenue. I must admit, last last season's match where they beat Man City three two was a very good match to watch. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> yes. Well, whenever Man City lose, you're happy. That's, that's always uh, a, good, a good time. Yeah. Timu Puku, the Finnish striker. Puki. 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 Pookie, Pookie man, gotta Pookie. catch them all. Uh, yeah, he's, you know, fantastic for them. Pokemon chance. He's a he's a fantastic. Uh... I love the fact that I googled him and it says his salary is half a million euros a week. Fuck me, no one's no one's spending that. No, that's how bad the internet is. Don't believe everything you read. Um, Wait, half... Yeah, <laughs> half, yeah, um, but uh, yeah, he, he um. He's done well for Norwich this season. He's their top goal scorer. He's uh, he's a good. He's one of those players that we've said before. Too good for the championship. 
not good enough for the Premier League. And he's 31 as well. So, um... But then again, then again, though, we've, we've said this before about other strikers that have come up from the Championship, a.k.a. Ollie Watkins. You know, he came from Brentford and for like 30 million because he's all hyped up in the Championship because he was too good for the Championship. And he's actually done really well with in a good team in the Premier League. So, mm, um... maybe not. I understand what you're saying about Team Pukki because well, then again, last season when, when Norwich were up, he done well first half of the season and he kind of just drifted off and just wasn't very good at all. That's kind of the main reason why they went down. Mainly because defence was terrible as well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he is aging now and he haven't really, yeah, he never really had a like, yeah, he never really had like a replacement striker for him when he didn't when he wasn't on form. So yeah, they need to. I they reckon need to replace him. Yeah, Norwich need to spend big. I think yeah. bring in um, some more players. Um, I think Mitrovic is another one of those players that's too good for the Championship, not good enough for the for the Premier. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree with that. Yeah, but uh, they uh, they're definitely going to need to uh, spend. Spend some money. It's whether uh, old Delia is going to get her uh, checkbook out. I, I say <laughs> it's old Delia. She's only a part time, a part show. Where are you? <laughs> Where are you? Let's be having you. Um, but uh, if uh, if they can, uh, they they're going to have to spend some money. They are going to have yeah. to bring in yeah. some some new players. Where particularly, and I know Timo P- uh, Puki. Is the top goal scorer in the championship, but as we've seen, he's not good enough for the Premier League. He's thirty-one, so they're definitely going to have to spend money up front. Yeah. Who, who do you look at? If it was me, mm. I think anyone in the Premier League would be lucky to get um, Ivan Tony. Ivan Tony. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, from um... Brentford. Brentford, yeah. Brentford seems to be replaced. a good, good place. They're very to just... good getting strikers in. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. Um, I get Ivan Tony. He looks, he looks deadly. Um, yeah, he, um, he'd be a very good. It's uh, only twenty-five as well. He's five years younger than. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, six years younger than uh, Pookie. Pookie, uh, yeah. But uh, he's younger than younger than us. You know, when I see players, football players who look who are actually younger than us but look like older. I'm like Jesus Christ! I feel old. <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness, he's 25. I'm nearly yeah. 30. Great. Yeah. So that's that's one player uh, that they they could sign. We'll have a look at transfer rumors. I mean, who else? I mean, you could go. You could say like Adam Armstrong if you're looking purely strikers from a uh, Blackburn. Yeah, I'm just. I'm thinking where because they just have a look, just have a look at the top the top scorers in the uh, in the championship. But then uh, you look at that and you go, well, well, would they, would they uh, make it? Throw enough money, throw enough money at them, and they will. Um, Then again, who um, who did Villa sign from Brentford? Um, Ollie Watkins. Ollie Watkins. Very good player. Uh, by the way, yes. Ivan Tony has scored more goals than uh, Timo Puki. Um, so he scored more. Uh, he's How can Puki be top scorer then? So he's not top goal scorer, uh, Timo Puki. Uh, he's top scorer. Ivan Tony is. Uh, Ivan Tony's top scorer. Two more goals. Um, Adam Armstrong at uh, 
Blackburn, but it, I think isn't he old? And he's already had a shot in the Premier League. Oh, Adam, it's not that old. He, he played. Hang on, he he played for Newcastle and didn't really get much of a chance. Oh, twenty four. He, he's not old. He's twenty four. Yeah, twenty four. Okay, fair enough. But um, I think didn't he have a shot in the Premier League? And um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't oh, know. So he played. He, he did play for Newcastle and didn't really get given much of a chance, and then he moved moved down. Moved down mm. to the Championship. He didn't get given much of a chance. Um. To be honest, right now I'm looking at just players in the Championship that any Premier League club would would try and get, not just Norwich. Yeah, because a lot of these players that that are coming up, I just like Dominic Solanke uh, at uh, yeah. Bournemouth. Just did not. He's he did not. He's cut the, the perfect, mustard. Yeah, he's the prime example of had had a lot of hype, talent, was never good for Premier League, good good for the Championship. Um. But who knows if I said if, if Bournemouth do come up because they're in the uh, promotion places, they're in the playoffs. Uh, the playoffs. Yeah. yeah, if they do come up, he might he might do well for them. Yeah. Uh... By the way, Ivan Tony fourth in the top assists for uh, the championship as well, uh, joint fourth. So, you know, very valuable not top. just in terms of goal scoring and top assists. Uh, Top is Norwich City's Emiliano Wendia. Wendia, thank is, you. Is Harvey Same. Elliott second or third? He's second. He's Good joint man. second with the Cardiff City's Harry Wilson. Good lads. I mean, you know, what I'm really happy out there. Harry Wilson is on loan right now from us. Harvey Elliott is on loan from us. Harvey Elliott just turned 18, and I can't wait. <laughs> Fancy re-signing Rian Brewster? <laughs> yeah, no thanks. No, thank you. You know, you know what, you know what I love about that. We sold them for what, twenty million, twenty-five million, or whatever. Um, and we we don't have an option to buy them back in three years. I think when that comes, I think Sheffield United will be like, yeah, we didn't really give him a chance. Please buy him back, and we'll be like, ah, no, no, new, new Potter, has... <laughs> new, no, no Potter. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, looking at, at, at the clubs that are, ne- are inevitably going to go down for the Premier League, your Sheffield United's West Brom and Fulham. Who yeah. who can be talent rated there for upcoming? Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say sign players that have been relegated from the Premier League because that's not really a good business model if you're trying to stay yeah. in the Premier League. But you so know, I mean, who, who could who could be kept who, up? Who are the best players from those three teams that that could do a job for for the likes um... of Norwich City? Well, I mean, if you're looking at individual players, um, I would say for Sheffield United, their midfielder Sander Sander Berger, um, or Berg, yeah, the Norwegian guy. You should say because he's only young and he looks good. Mm. Um, who else? So West Brom. I mean, you could say players like like Matthias Pereira and that for for, for West Brom. Um, Fulham. I mean, the, I think Fulham's best players are all on loan. <laughs> I think so. I mean, isn't um, you got the their guy? goalkeeper's brilliant? I think. Um, Actually, Yeah, he's going to yeah. go back to PSG. He's going to be a big star in the future. He's going to be fantastic. He reminds me of um, you know how uh, <laughs> Fulham always seem to luck out with world class goalkeepers because remember they had <laughs> yeah. Edwin Van der Sar. 
Yeah. Before yeah. before Edwin van der Sar was the best goalkeeper in yeah. the world, uh, or yeah. one of the best at the very least. Well, just, yeah. And Alfonso Ariola just he's going to be one of the best goalkeepers in the world he's, at some point. Alfonso Ariola, he's only young still, but he's been around for years. Is is a fabulous. Um, He's twenty eight. I remember he's twenty eight. I didn't realize. I didn't realize that he's twenty eight. I, I didn't, didn't realize that. I thought he was much younger. Yeah, so was I. But then again, that's not. That's kind of you're starting to get into prime age for for that's, a, a well, goalkeeper. That's not, that's not that's, even prime years. Yeah, that's so that's quite young for a for a goalkeeper. Yeah. Um. Um. Else, I mean, what's his name? Um. Mario Lamina is he on loan? I think. From yeah. Southampton, I think. You've also got um, Loftus Cheek as well, who's on loan Loftus from uh, Chelsea. Yeah. Um, um, who else? Can't really think of anyone else. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think Fulham are worth talent rating. To be perfectly, not, honest. not really. No. Tony Khan, stop playing with your professional wrestlers and start investing in an actual team. Forget all elite wrestling. Turn uh, Fulham into all elite Premier League. Uh, <laughs> why not? Um, Double or nothing, that's the name of one of your pay-per-views. Well, you know, if you're going down, go down fighting. I feel sorry for uh, Scott Parker, though. Hopefully they'll... Uh, they'll uh, yeah. They'll keep... I think he deserves better. I think he... I think, I... I think there's another chance to get them up next season. I think he did a miracle the first time round. I don't think they deserve yeah. to go up the first time round. I thought Brentford were, were the better team. but so, well, I, I, wanted, I thought Brentford were going to go up. I thought Brentford were very good. Brentford just bottled it. <laughs> In the match, and yeah, then and the Fulham match, yeah. were able to get promoted. Um, but Scott yeah. Parker's a very good manager, in my opinion. And the fact that yeah. they're 18th and not bottom of the league, they're not a Sheffield United, considering that their start to the season I mean, when, when if, even if I if thought United, Fulham would. Say, say if this was last season and Sheffield United were as good as they were last season, who would have been bottom? West Brom. Uh, yeah. West Brom? yeah, West Brom. It would have been a toss up between. Um, West Brom and Fulham, there's two points between them, and then Burnley would have been in the relegation zone. A Burnley, Burnley, and Brighton and Newcastle. It would have made things a lot tighter because, um, you know, that if Fulham are on 26 points and uh, are in 18th, and then Burnley are 17th on on 33, so it would have made it a lot tighter because you got Brighton on 33, and then uh, Newcastle on 35, and then Southampton on 36, and even uh, Crystal Palace on on, on 38. What's, so... what's Ham- Southampton? Um, Southampton. They've just been terrible. Yeah, they they had a great great start to the season, and then they just yeah collapsed. Yeah, just, yeah, just ridiculous. Uh, is this Ralph Hasselhootl's last season? No. I, I mean, I don't really know who they'd get to replace him. I mean, they are in an FA Cup semi-final <laughs> later on today. Yeah. Uh, 6.30, BT Sport, uh, if you want to watch that. Uh, but yeah, they, they, I mean, the the loss, the 3-0 defeat to West Brom was, was appalling. Uh, that yeah. can only be described as an appalling result. Like, um, like they made they made um, Big Sam look like a good attacking manager. Yeah. Uh, that's... And that's he's never hit. Uh, no one has ever called Big Sam a good attacking yeah. manager. No, you are the first. Sounds like an oxymoron, doesn't it? Good attacking manager Sam Allardyce. Uh, their two-one defeat to Brighton's not a just not a not a good result considering. Um, they probably should be beating Brighton. Let's face it. 
Uh, but they've had some good results as well. Remember when they drew against Arsenal at the Emirates? They beat Aston yeah. Villa th- uh, 4-3 in November. They beat yeah. Everton. They were the first... Weren't they the first team to beat Everton this season? Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember that far back. Uh, but they did beat them 2-0. Uh, so, yeah, you know, they've had some good results. It's just the first half of the season, they were so good. And then by the... I mean, they beat they, they beat Liverpool in the... 4th of January by Gorton. I think by the, the 16th of January when they lost to Leicester away and that's where it started to, to turn around because then they lost 3-1 to Arsenal, lost 1-0 at home to Villa, lost 9-0 to Manchester United, lost 3-2 to Newcastle. Uh, 2-1 to Wolves, drew one all against Chelsea. That's not a bad result. Lost 3-0 to Leeds. So lost 1-0 to Everton. Um, so I think that um, after they beat Liverpool by a goal to nil, they they then that's when it started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once they beat so, you guys, that, that's when it all they, look their form. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. when they're there. So you just missed them. Be- I think beating you guys points. made them incredibly complacent. Because they're yeah. like, oh, Holy heck, if we can beat the champions, we can beat anybody. Turns out, no. Um, but yeah, it, it was, yeah, that it started on the 16th of January, their poor run. Um, and, and I say it's a poor run, but they have got the occasional win in there. But uh, that 9 0 defeat to Manchester United is, is one that, yeah, is one that, uh, that, that stands out. And also the 3 2 defeat to 10 men. 10-men Newcastle, 10-man Newcastle. A 3-2 defeat to them on the 6th of February was not a, a good result. The Leeds defeat 3-0 uh, was also, you know... Then they lost 5-2 to Man City. Um, obviously, they beat South, uh, uh, They beat uh, Sheffield United 2-0. Uh, Southampton beat Sheffield United 2-0 away. Um, that was expected to happen, though. Uh, but then losing 2-1 to Brighton, they only just beat Burnley... Uh, last weekend by three goals to two, um, but uh, uh, not last weekend. The weekend beforehand, uh, and then last on Monday, uh, losing three uh, nil to to West Brom. Yeah, they've just uh, it's just they've taken a nosedive in uh, in mm-hmm. their form. It's just it's strange. It's uh, it's. Uh, it's 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 weird. Shall we have a look at some transfer rumors? A bit random, but okay. Uh, because uh, I'm sure many many clubs are already well. The transfer window is not that far away. Uh, we forget nope. that uh, the end of uh, May is when the Premier League season starts, and the transfer window starts in June. June well, June first, yeah, June. Um. Uh. So. Uh, according to Football London, there is a growing belief at Tottenham that manager Jose Mourinho will not be with the club next season. I mean, we talked about that earlier. Who do you get yeah. to replace Jose Mourinho, though? That's that's the question. Who's available? Um, who 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 would be the next? Uh, uh, I'm just trying to think who's available uh, for for that. That jo- I've got the perfect no. manager for you. Tottenham, John Sheridan. He's a great manager. <laughs> great manager. Uh, Nagelsmann. Hey, so, oh, he'd go be on. The, the cheap option for a uh... <laughs> cheap and cheerful. <laughs> yeah, 
Daniel Levy, if you want to go for the cheap option, uh, John Sheridan. By the way, I, I forgot to mention this earlier. He actually once said to the Swindon advertiser, if I was winning matches, I wouldn't be managing Swindon. So there you go. That's the kind of quality manager you're getting. There. That's the kind of loyalty you want. That's what you want to hear from me, your manager. If I'd be winning games, I wouldn't be managing this team. So basically he says, what, if... Because I'm losing matches, I can only be at Swindon. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm crap, I'm here. But if I wasn't crap, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> That's the kind of uh, inspiring... Someone, someone, as soon as he said that, someone should just give him a big smack, really, because that is just stupid. <laughs> That's the kind of faith you want to hear from, from your manager. Uh, let's have a look, then, at the odds that uh, who could be, if the rumours are Sorry. to be believed, and, and uh, M- Mourinho is set to leave the club at the end of the season. Um, Julian Nagelsmann is currently the favourite. Um, really? Although we both believe that he'll be the next Bayern boss, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, he's four to one, but he's probably... that's. Let's take that one out of the equation because he's going to be Bayern Munich manager. Uh, Brendan Rodgers, six to one. I don't see that happening. No. I think Leicester are in a much better position than Tottenham. Much better position. Much um, better position. Rafa Benitez is seven to one. No. No. Fucked. No. <laughs> no. 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 Uh, Nuno Santo, Nuno Espirito Santo, the uh, Wolves manager, eight to one. No. Also, no. don't see that happening. Uh, Massimiliano Allegri is ten to one. Also, see don't that. see that happening. Oh, do you do see that happening? Well, I think it's probably more likely than the others that you've mentioned, who are technically, as according to rumours, more favourites. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, he's available. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's got his pick. But would he manage him. Tottenham? No. No. That's that's he's my bit, bit that's my thought. No offence to, to Tottenham, but I'm just thinking the way you are now, would anyone want to manage you when you're probably going to lose your best player in Harry Kane? To either Manchester think, City think or is, Manchester United. The thing is, is that Jose Mourinho is right now trying to play defensive football, and he just does not have the players. He has Eric Dyer in defence <laughs> that says everything about it. It says his defence is dire. Literally. <laughs> hey. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> There's just crickets chirping in the background for that one. Uh speed rolling through the streets, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Tumbleweed. Tumbleweed. Just that joke is just so bad. Uh, Scott Parker yeah. is ten to one. Ex Tottenham player. No, not gonna happen. Although No. No, not gonna happen. I'd like to see it happen. It's not going to happen. Needs, he needs more space first. Um, yeah, that. Yeah, you don't want a Frank Lampard situation at Chelsea. Yeah, um, yeah. This one's also not happening. Diego Simeone is ten to one. Diego Simeone. Oh, Werder Bremen have just taken the lead. The lead against Borussia Dortmund. Oh God! No. <laughs> there you go. It's just popped up on the video printer, um, which you can see there, there, that way. Um, yeah, it's just popped up on the uh, video printer. It's 1-0 to Werder Bremen. Uh, 14 minutes gone. Um, yeah, I don't see Diego Simeone. Why would he leave Atleti? Yeah, why would he leave Atleti? Uh, he's been there for nearly 10 years. He's been there for a decade. That's longevity. That's, you know... But to be fair, what, what, decade, what were Atletico Madrid like before? I always used to think that 
before. I can't even remember them before. Before Atleti were were good, they were a little bit like Tottenham. In that they had a bigger local rival that was always in the spotlight that they could never hope to vanquish. Yeah. Well, well, Simeone's came in and he's made them kind of a a more of a rival in the way. He's made them better. He's made them title contenders. Um, He won a title with them. Yeah, he did. He won a title with them and they're currently top of La Liga. Uh, This one's also not... Why are all the names on here? All the managerial names on this list are not going to happen. Because the next one's Carlo Ancelotti. Why would they even... Like, why would he leave Everton, a similar kind of club, for Tottenham? Uh, It's 12 to 1. Steven Gerrard, also 12 to 1. Oh, piss off. What what website are you getting this from? (laughs) Sack Race. Well, Sack Race needs to sack themselves, I think. (laughs) They need to sack themselves. Ralph Hassel, who's always 14 to 1. I would, like seriously, <laughs> seriously, I want to give me the name of the person who was edited that, that page. I think this is Bet Victor, to be fair. Uh, Bet Victor yeah. looking at the uh, um, uh, odds. Fourteen to one is Eddie Howe. Um, that's oh. not a bad appointment, but he's the next Celtic manager, so you, you're stealing yeah. somebody else's manager. Here's a nice one: sixteen to one, Marcelo Bielsa. No, like I could actually see that happening. I, I, I want to write a strongly worded letter of just utter disappointment to whoever <laughs> wrote this article. Um, Frank Lampard is six, 16 to one. <laughs> <sighs> Love it. They're just picking random names at this point. They are. They're, they're literally going. They've got a dartboard. They've got photos of, of football managers and gone. Yeah, just, I'm going to I'm just going to boom. Right. Whoever hits, right, I'm gonna put there. There we go. We've got it. When when Chris Powell, the former South End manager, is twenty five to one for the Tottenham job. <laughs> I think they're just picking random names. Yeah, you gotta yeah. be honest. They're picking random <laughs> names. Let's be honest. They're picking random yeah. names. Chris Howell is is my favourite. Gareth Southgate's if... also twenty to one. Um, oh, if we're doing this, may as well put John Sheridan near the top. <laughs> May as well, because it's more, it's just as much of a chance. Here's an actual, um, here's an actual, <laughs> bloody hell, Chris Wilder, 33 to 1. <sighs> no, that was not the one I was going to say. I was going to say Mauricio Sari's 33 to 1. Right. T- get, get yourself off this webpage, because it's clearly <laughs> poisoning our minds here, because this is disgusting how bad it is. Uh, Tim Sherwood, 66 to 1. <laughs> Oh, God, the best one. The best one. The best one. You have not prepared yourself for this. Okay, I've got two more. Two more for you. Roy Keane, 50 to 1. <laughs> Andrew Phyllis Uh Alan Pardew, 50 to 1. <laughs> Just dancing at Wembley. <laughs> but the best one, the best one that will make you laugh your head off, 66 to 1. Sol Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say Mick McCarthy there. <laughs> Mick McCarthy is 100 to 1. Um, oh, please, please. <laughs> Mick McCarthy. Uh, could you imagine Sol Campbell 
The amount we thought the uh, Tottenham riots were bad in 2012. <laughs> Sol Campbell appointed Tottenham manager. Uh, I think you'd have a you'd have a good chance of that happening all over again. To be honest, right. the amount of hatred. Oh my goodness, Fulham are winning one nil against Arsenal. Yay! Um, Who scored? And they've only just scored. Josh Maja. Maja. Oh yeah, Josh. Josh Maya. Yeah. Maya. Sorry, I'm crap with names again. Silent, silent uh, Jay, yeah. Fulham uh, 1-0 up. And that does create uh, an interesting predicament for the Premier League table. Because if they get three points, they'll be on 29. And they'll only be four points behind Burnley in 17th. Burnley. Although I still don't see... Go on, go on, Fulham. I mean, i mean, I got to be honest. If Frank Lampard was sacked for the position that... Uh, at, Chelsea were in, then Mikel Arteta's got to be sacked for the position Arsenal were in. I'm well, just going to say that. They're ninth. Well, you think so, they're, but... I, they're I think, behind I think Tottenham mid, and Everton. Between 7th and 10th is kind of like their norm Their norm now, isn't it? So they're kind of thinking, well, this is what we expected to be at, so... But and they've got some kind of long on points with Leeds! Leeds! They're, they're only a well, point above Aston Villa! Well, you talk, well, talking about Leeds, we play them tomorrow night, so, you know. Well, if Leeds beat you, then they go ahead of Arsenal. Well, if, that's not going to happen, is if it? Fulham, if Fulham um, beat them. Um, but, you know, I, 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 I think if Frank Lampard's been sat by Chelsea for where they were, and Chelsea were doing much better than Arsenal, I think Arteta's got to go. Well, I don't want him to go. I think he's a very well, good manager. There's, but There's a difference between saying he should go and whether he will go. He probably should. Any, any, well, uh, he probably should. Yeah, he should. To be honest, he should have been sacked just after Christmas because they were like what fifteenth. Yeah, it was. They were it was to, They were like in a relegation struggle. Yeah, he's you know performances turned around. He managed to get them sort of crawl all back up. Um, but they're still doing. You know, they're still not doing very well. I mean, they're in what's it the semi-finals is it, of the uh, Europa League? Yeah, I think. Um, so you know, that's probably the route back into the Champions League. Long winning the bloody Europa League is is um, and then finishing ninth. Yeah, yeah. They um, they have um, it's uh, Manchester United, Roma, and Villarreal and Arsenal in the Europa League semi final. So we it, hey, let's put money. I'm not a betting man. Gamble aware. Chelsea, Man City <laughs> in the Champions League final. Manchester United Arsenal. It's a London Manchester Champions League final and a London Manchester Europa League final. Come on. That'd be funny. Yeah, that was. <laughs> if that happens and well, I don't put a bet well, on that it, was I the don't same. Gamble, so. It was very similar a couple of years ago as well because we played Tottenham Champions League and Chelsea beat Arsenal in the Europa League. Same yeah, year, two oh, years yes, ago. Yes, of course they did. Yes. Um, yeah. Of course they did. Um,. So it was Liverpool, London, London, London. Yeah. <laughs> Manchester, London, Manchester, London. Uh, I'm not even going to look. Considering how bad the uh, Tottenham odds uh, on the next manager were, Massimiliano Allegri, 13-5 to to be the next Arsenal manager. Um, yeah. Brendan Rodgers, 3-1, to and Thomas Tuchel, 3-1. to Rafa Benitez, 10-1. to Not going to happen. Thomas Tuchel? Yeah, I know. This He's is with Paddy Power, Chelsea, by the way. The... I know, exactly. Um, is that off you... the sack race again? Um, maybe. <laughs> oh, piss off. <laughs> piss off with that uh, stupid website. Need a new website uh, for the for the 
for the uh, sacking. To be fair, the odds were provided by Paddy Power, so. Paddy yeah. Power, just Paddy but, Power. Uh, yeah, that, that I, I, everything. Like, if if they were if they actually sacked him, then uh, then maybe then maybe uh, they they we would get. Who else? Who else? Arsenal actually going to gonna get the money? Patrick Vieira. <laughs> but he's he's barely doing anything with Nice at the moment. Exactly. Thierry Henry is mean, available. <laughs> the thing is, Arteta's probably the best bet at the moment because this obviously is his first job, so he shouldn't have come in in the first place. But he has years of experience with Pep as an assistant. So thinking, you know, hopefully that eventually will come good. I mean, you could go for Allegri. You could go for Sarri. Um, no, sorry. I'd go uh, for Allegri. I think Mauricio no, Sarri no is, is, um, is incredibly underrated. Um, uh, Mauricio Sarri, considering what he... Uh, He's no, done very well. He got them in. Didn't he? He finished third, didn't he, or, or fourth? And it yeah. won them the Europa League in his first yeah. season, wasn't it? Yeah, and they they still got rid of him. So um, got rid of him. Yeah, yeah. Um, like Chelsea, are just Chelsea. Chelsea do Chelsea. Yeah. Thanks to my guest Callum Brown this week, and we'll be back next week with another episode of the podcast on your favourite podcast provider. Thank you very much for tuning in. Please subscribe to us on Twitch. We're on our way to 50 subscribers. We need. We're just under halfway there. Please, we 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 don't like Bon Jovi. Twitch.tv. We're halfway there. You get the joke. Twitch.tv forward slash the football fan show for more terrible music jokes, as you heard in that podcast as well. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in. We will be back next week with another episode. And of course, we'll get into the European Super League, the Champions League as well. We'll have a proper chat about it next week. You have a fabulous week. I've been Danny Harrington. Thanks to my guest, Callum Brown. And uh, come hit us up on Twitter at TFFS Live, which is also our Instagram handle, uh, TikTok.com. I don't know why I was. Struggling to say TikTok.com forward slash The Football Fan Show, Facebook.com forward slash The Football Fan Show. And to watch the clips of the live stream, go to our YouTube page. It's The Football Fan Show live on YouTube and our live streams Saturday night slash Sunday lunch. Lunchtime Sunday next week. Twitch.tv forward slash The Football Fan Show. You have a great week. Bye.